0: Welcome, everyone, to Pod and Gore, your one-stop shop for everything horror. Now, here's your hosts, Justin and Brandon. Take it away, boys.
1: Is episode number eighty-five? I fucking ruined it. Sorry, episode number (laughs) eighty-five. Right? Yeah. That's what she said. Go ahead. Sorry. Mm
0: hello everybody and welcome to episode 85 of pod and gore your
1: (laughs) (laughs) you couldn't even do it either uh your
0: dopey half smile face thing you were doing was screwed me up
1: uh, welcome to the show everybody yeah for a little bit of context on that we're kind of doing our pre-start over oh No, fuck that. I'm leaving it in. We were doing our pre-show rambles, and he was about to lead us in, and I'm like, guess what, dude? It's episode 85, and you're like, hey.
0: (laughs) All the (laughs) run out of my motor, and then you made me fucker it up on my other track. He is human. Welcome to the show, though. It's your one-stop shop for everything that's that's horror. Yeah. My my name's Justin.
1: (laughs) My name is Brandon.
0: Welcome. Welcome to the show.
1: You know what? I think my favorite thing about this is it's a departure from our cookie cutter open you know what i mean this like is this is like it's a nice reprieve people won't be expecting it and pot and
0: gore after dark
1: oh ooh.
0: just we just screw up all the time and <laughs> keep it in because brandon's lazy and doesn't want to edit it out
1: so. no, no i wanted i thought about editing it out but then at the same time i don't like, no, no, this is good this is great it's what i used yeah. to do on our my other podcast before it went defunct was sure we would lead into a conversation and most of the time it was just a ramble but i would always catch that record to lead it in and then mm. they wouldn't know when i started because it could be anywhere from five minutes to 35 minutes before i even like hell, you know intro the show so a lot of those it's comedy gold
0: Indeed, but this is episode eighty five. I don't know what that works out to in the time frame because our <laughs> drop schedule is quite erratic. But it's uh, it's pretty cool. I like. Yeah, it. yeah, We're that's getting it. close to the the hundo. Yeah, hitting the nice. century mark. Yeah.
1: Very excite. Very I excite. Know.
0: Uh so for what's going those on? that didn't read the the title and uh, are unfamiliar, this episode we are tackling a Christmas Carol. The animated Disney one. Yes, I know this is a horror podcast. Let me explain. It's a ghost story. It's yeah. a classic ghost story. It's I would consider it to be the original ghost story and probably the first ghost story we all hear.
1: Fair. Justin, I'm I'm going to I'm gonna back you on this. Okay. I'm, don't, I, don't I remember work. when
0: I said it, you had that head tilt like you're gonna do what?
1: Like skiz? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I will because I hadn't seen this version. Um and so I I'm going to back you on this solely because watching this I'm like okay this is a Christmas movie it's a Christmas movie but then you know it's about it's at the end of the it's at the end of the Christmas present when everything starts to get real dark he turns into the skeleton everything but it's like from that moment on and all the way up into the very end it gets pretty dark. And so yeah. I'm like, I and was like... And the,
0: even the Marley stuff at the beginning, like, I, I've, I've seen this a billion times. Um, and so I skipped the first 15 minutes or so and <laughs> started up when he, when Scrooge was going to his house. Right. And I mean, from that point to, you know, when he gets to see the first spirit of Christmas past, that's pretty dark. And we'll talk about that too.
1: That we will. Oh um, yeah, well that's true. It's. It, I mean, it's. The
0: Marley stuff is pretty brutal.
1: Yeah, you know, like the, when his jaw kind of yeah. falls off, and you know, you see all the ghosts outside the window, like, like. It wasn't even that. It's it, yeah. It was really the the Ghost of Christmas pre- Present that yeah. really. Mm-hmm.
0: That's kinda, always my favorite part.
1: Yeah, that's really great. Just a big burly bearded dude <laughs> with his shirt open, like. Okay. Reminded
0: you of yourself?
1: No, I'm like this guy is like a Florida version of me, <laughs> just shirt buttoned up right below the, the the breast line here, and I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. all right this is me with confidence. Some,
0: uh, <laughs> yeah. Need some Hawaiian print?
1: Oh my! Looking but like a before we put the uh,
0: the Christmas cart too far before the Christmas horse, this is our Christmas episode, and at the end you'll see we are gonna kind of change things up, leading into our third season of the show
1: yeah
0: uh but we'll you. get into that more <laughs> later
1: yeah we will you fucking i'm sneak. ron burgundy <laughs> yeah you're yeah you sneak
0: uh so this for those that don't know it's an animated retelling of charles dickens's classic novel about a victorian era miser taken on a journey of self-redemption courtesy of several mysterious christmas apparitions Ooh. christmas comes but once a year But for one man, that's once too often. (laughs) 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 Directed by and written by Robert Zemeckis, based on, of course, Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. Great cast stars Jim Carrey, Gary Oldman, Colin Firth, Bob Hoskins, Robin Wright Penn, and Carrie Elwes, who is a returning star to the Pot and Gore uh, show.
1: So listening to a lot of the voices, I'm like, I recognize that voice, and I'm going through the mm-hmm. IMDb's to try to, to see if I can place it, but I don't know the names either, so I'm like, okay. like I w- would
0: say the only one I don't know who, I don't know who Elwes plays, but like, Oldman is easy, Firth was easy, and Hoskins was easy.
1: So Firth was the one that I first recognized, obviously, and then, mm. um, uh, what was it? Gary Oldman I didn't really recognize until I looked it up, and then I couldn't not hear it so i was like okay
0: i could tell i mean obviously i kind of skipped the beginning so it does it's harder for me to say but like especially at the end when he's summing up and shit it's like that's very gary oldman yeah who does gary always play
1: i'll look it up while you talk
0: okay uh this released november 3rd 2009 in london and november sixth, two 2009 in the u.s Budget of 175 to $200 million with a box office of $325 million. So, not too bad.
1: Not too bad at all. Um, it says that he plays um, Portly Gentleman number 1 and Dick Wilkins.
0: Oh, okay. I mean, I don't know the first one, but... Uh, I don't either. Yeah, Dick Wilkins is his friend that he works uh, with at...
1: Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, Fezzy yeah. yeah. Wigs
0: shop or whatever right. the they do. Right.
1: Okie dokie.
0: Was a very good friend to me, was Dick. It's a weird sentence. (laughs) (laughs) It it is. Mm -hmm. Uh, After making The Polar Express 2004, which is also a good movie, uh, Zemeckis stated that he fell in love with digital cinema and tried finding an avenue in order to use the format again. He eventually figured out that an adaptation of A Christmas Carol would be an opportunity to achieve this. Upon rereading the story, he realized that, quote... The story has never been realized in a way that it was actually imagined by Charles Dickens as he wrote it, as well as that it's as if he wrote the story to be a movie because it's so visual and so cinematic. Hmm. There is that's like it. So um, yeah, there you go. Uh, on <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes, it has fifty-three percent out of two hundred two critics giving the film positive review with an average of 6 out of 10. Listen to our last movie episode, where I believe we delved into why Rotten Tomatoes is a load of shit. And I might yeah. even just stop putting their scores and stuff. Yeah, I mean... Like, <laughs> I've really kind of jumped ship on giving a damn about their scores now.
1: Fair. Fair. I'll have to try to to re- to try to remind myself to... to not give a shit about it either, because yeah. I just kind of go on autopilot with it sometimes. I know it's
0: and, like, oh, it's got a high score. That's good, is it though?
1: Well, well, it'll, it'll become the the review aggregator that shall not be named yeah. <laughs> on fucking on. What on, I mean on the with horror
0: movies, I mean horror movies get dumped on anyway. We've even talked about it even before I, you know, did the thing last time. Is yeah. that you know, unless it's a Get Out or you know. Something that's highly acclaimed, like a Midsommar or a Hereditary. Like, nothing mm-hmm. else gets well-received if it's horror. Right. Like, it's Silence of the Lambs, Get Out, and a couple others. Yeah. And everything else is like, eh, that's right. not really a movie.
1: Right, or it it has to come around again, you know, 10 years later, 15 years later, 20 years later, and be like, oh,
0: this was... Yeah the fog or not the fog uh, the thing was a classic yeah that's right well
1: and that was the thing too like with with scream like yeah it was great when it came out but it it isn't obviously what it is now i mean granted you you know it became a franchise and all that kind of stuff but watching that movie at the time i had no idea that that was going to become what it became mm-hmm. and so
0: for better and worse scream three uh, <laughs> audiences pulled by cinema score gave the film an average grade of b plus out of an a plus to f scale not too shabby uh, robert roger ebert of the chicago sun times gave the film four stars out of four calling it quote an exhilarating visual experience agreed i saw this in theaters and i think i saw it because when this came out 3d was the big thing i'm pretty well, sure i saw it in 3d and it was just like amazing
1: yeah that makes sense um i have some thoughts about the animations and we'll talk about it when we get into it because oh we will oh yes um while i do agree (laughs) i have some i have some thoughts
0: okay that's fine owen Gleiberman of entertainment weekly gave the film an a applauding the film as a marvelous and touching yuletide toy of a movie that last part sounds like a criticism, but it's not. <laughs> we love toys here. 2010 Kids' Choice Awards Favorite Voice from an Animated Movie, Jim Carrey, won. Uh, favorite Animated Movie, A Christmas Carol, was nominated. The 36th Saturn Awards Best Animated Feature was nominated. And that is it for those things.
1: I, If I would have known those things, I would like to have looked up to see what else was nominated that year. For that Mm -hmm. category, I would assume it's probably not a great deal of many uh, to be nominated. But so the thing about this is, until the very end, like the very very end, when you know he's like, I'm married like a schoolboy. Like it was, it wasn't. It was like it wasn't Jim Carrey that you're used to obviously it's it, mm-hmm. the role does like the performance isn't necessary like he doesn't have to be jim carrey in this which was yeah. such a like a nice thing to see like him just play the character you know he didn't go over the top what you would expect you know um
0: yeah it's not jim carrey as the grinch it's yeah
1: yeah exactly <laughs> which i love that
0: movie but uh,
1: yeah it's fine but like yeah so at the very end you know when he's all dancing around and doing like the hooting and hollering and all that kind of stuff i'm mm-hmm. like there's glimpses of it but it was nice that it was I mean, it was such a like crazy subdued that's why i'm surprised that like that was chose for the best voicing you know what i mean like maybe it was because it was such a departure that they're like wow that's a uh, this guy's yeah. got range i guess as yeah. a voice actor
0: and he does Some fun facts before we get into the thing. Disney partnered with Amtrak to promote the film with a special nationwide train tour starting in May 2009 and visiting 40 cities, finishing in New York in November.
1: That would be cool to see.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Gary Oldman and Leslie uh, Manville played Mr. and Mrs. Cratchit. They were married in real life uh, from 1987 to 1990 and have a son. Oh. Yeah. True story.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Ebenezer Scrooge's appearance in this film is identical to the marionette version of Scrooge seen in Robert Zemeck's last Christmas themed movie, The Polar Express from 2004.
1: Uh, so, oh, same thing. I was going to say cuz like it visually it reminded me a lot of Polar Express. It just Well,
0: yeah, I mean they did the It's a, it's the exact same animation style just updated cuz it's a couple years later so it looks a little better. Right. And Polar Express did. Okay. Uh, this was actually the first Disney animated movie to release in IMAX 3D. Ooh. Which would have been pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Could you imagine? Uh, just. Uh, it's been a long time since I've seen anything on IMAX, but like something like this that would have actually been really fun to watch, just because and it the is
0: sweeping city.
1: Yeah. Shots
0: it, and shit. It, that would it is awesome. quite.
1: It is quite a spectacle to you know, to take everything in, and watching it on such a big screen would be awesome.
0: Uh, this one surprised me. Uh, this is Jim Carrey's only project with Walt Disney Pictures.
1: So that is surprising. Isn't it yeah.
0: It's one of those things where you go, oh, he's definitely done something with Disney before, but you go, no. No, he really... I mean, he hasn't done a lot of animated stuff anyway, I guess, but... Right. It's just, he's one of those people that was everywhere, and you'd think he would have...
1: Done something more, Done something yeah. Disney at least once. Well, during his heyday, I w- his brand definitely wasn't in that, you know, street, yeah. so... Yeah,
0: talking it, with his ass and shit like that.
1: Asshole <laughs> <all> of me, <laughs>
0: Uh, last one before we get into the thing. Scrooge's house is almost an exact replica of his house in A Christmas Carol from 1951.
1: That's even cooler. Yeah. Yeah. You all right there? You got lost? You look lost. <laughs> no, I got
0: a text from my... And I was reading it. So. Oh, you're fine. Um. All right. So here's the deal. It's A Christmas Carol. We all know A Christmas Carol. So we're not going to go... Super beat for beat with this movie, even less so, I would say, than we usually do. Right. Um, so what I decided to do is kind of highlight the reasons why I picked this version of this movie, or this story, rather, mm-hmm. uh, to share on the show. Because I love A Christmas Carol. I watch at least three to four different versions of this every year. Right. Like it, And I'm hoping to add more all the time. And... I think the one that made me first think, oh, this is something that could actually be more serious, was the one that uh, Patrick Stewart did for TNT. Hmm. It's a really good version if you want to watch it, but it was the first one that I had seen where they had the Ghost of Christmas present with the kids under his robe, which sounds gross, but it's, yeah, like it's ig- a creepy moment.
1: Right. It was ignorance and want.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And seeing those kind of monstrous kids. Yeah. It's it's a sight, and it was something that I'd never seen before, and it was like, holy shit! This actually is a dark ass story.
1: It really is, man. And I wasn't. I think that's why I enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to because it definitely it wasn't your Muppets version. Let's just say that. Yeah,
0: which is also great.
1: Yeah, which is great. (laughs) But we don't. I
0: mean, come on, (laughs) Kermit the Frog at mm -hmm. his best. so the first note i have which you alluded to earlier the animation <coughs> style what that is, i think is super realistic and highly detailed especially for the time given that it was like 2009 10 plus years ago now
1: right so the way that I, I and i actually had to go back and double check because i wanted to make sure i was like maybe i thought this because i saw you write it down but it it, it almost kind of felt hyper realistic to me so watching it like there were times where i'm like okay yeah this looks really good uh and then there's times where i am seeing dr jekyll from van helsing um and i i just i just i don't like there's so like it does such a good job and they make the like the characters look like you know the actors that are portraying them and that's kind of what gave away the Colin Firth thing for me because I was like, God, that does look—I was like, that looks just like him. And even with Jim Carrey, like you see Jim Carrey, even though the chin mm-hmm. and nose are drooped out, but like, I, I guess for me, the thing that is just the skin texture. Mm-hmm. And that's only like everything. Like you're right; it, it lo- everything does look really good. It's just there's something about back then and maybe if i would have saw this in 2009 i'd have a different thought on it so you know to be fair that's a possibility but like it does like there's just something about this like the the texturing of the skin and the way it shines and this and that Mm. i'm just like and it's not even like a real detractor for me it's just something that i was thinking about while i was watching it Mm. because i would have had that in my notes as well
0: yeah I, i think the only thing that i would say to its defense particularly you know comparing it to van helsing is that
1: van helsing was that bad animated (laughs) like and no
0: it's that that was supposed to look like a real thing with real people whereas this is animated and intended to be animated exactly so it's like i know and
1: that's that's why i was hesitant to say that because it's not a fair comparison but it's the first thing that came to my mind while i was watching the movie
0: and you're right it does look like that kind of style but it's because the effects on van helsing weren't very good no in many cases and yeah this is supposed to look like a cartoon
1: no and and every every shot looked the way it was supposed to look so like I said, I like my thoughts were minimal, but there were a few, mm-hmm. and so um, I will be watching it again. I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, time permitted, I might add it to my stable of yearly Christmas movies. But it's been warm outside; like mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like Christmas, even though I'm, the house is decorated. I'm listening to Christmas music daily, just trying to find the spirit that's not there. <laughs> and I'm like, I haven't watched any of my 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 main staples yet, and it's. It's breaking my heart.
0: <laughs> well, that's what you need to do this weekend. Then.
1: Yeah, I after uh, I got Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday off. First, wait.
0: It's quite the flex there. Mm-hmm. Um, so my next note is essentially the very opening of the movie, which I thought was cool. It you know they open the book and they focus in on Marley was dead to begin with, mm-hmm. and then you see this animated version of Marley's dead face then goes or like a uh etching i guess yeah like i love that version. yeah and then it goes to the quote unquote real thing with the mm-hmm. coins on his eyes and it's awesome
1: yeah um uh, like it was one of those things where they showed it and i'm like oh they're gonna do it it's, and they did and i was like oh that looks so good i was so like i I'm trying to I don't like you said you don't necessarily want to go beat for beat so I didn't know how far into the scene you wanted to go but like really? I was like during that part you know and Ebenezer's in there and you know it's fucking Tim Curry from Home Alone 2 and he's wanting his tip and he's got his <laughs> hand out and you know he puts a coin in his hand and it's not enough and then he puts another coin in his hand and then I I was thinking to myself I'm like oh man I was like Marley has coins on his eyes and then he walks over and takes the (laughs) coins off of his fucking face i'm like oh my god you tight ass (laughs) he needs those to be ferried to the fucking underworld you dick (laughs) god how is he gonna pay the fucking the the ferryman if you take that shit he doesn't care no (laughs) he he doesn't shit
0: anyway no he does not that that should be a deleted scene of him Digging up Marley's grave and putting the coins back on his That eyes. would have been great. Sorry, sorry.
1: I'm so sorry. I know you need this. Again. And then they, they do a, a flash to where Marley's standing there just like, oh, I know I'll get on there someday. Waiting off the boat. <laughs> yeah. Waiting on
0: the dock. Tapping his foot.
1: Or, or, the, or he won't let him off the boat until he fucking gets the money. Like, I'm stuck here with him. Oh, that'd be great. So fucking. we jump
0: ahead... Uh, All the way through the first 15 minutes, like I said before, to the (laughs) first true jump scare, which I thought was super horror movie-esque. Like, this whole thing felt very traditional ghost movie to me.
1: Right. I I don't argue that. I don't argue that at all.
0: Well, I'm uh, just, you know, orating and trying to defend it to our listeners in case they think I'm wrong. Well, I'm
1: just trying to 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 let you know that I... God damn it. Go ahead.
0: I know. I'm cutting you off intentionally.
1: I know because you're an asshole.
0: But I love you. (laughs) So they show the door knocker like classic wide shot here it is like a ghost movie then they slowly pan down as Scrooge picks up his keys or whatever then slowly pan up to reveal the the ghost face on it and then he like screams at him (laughs) in a shot, real super quick shot it's awesome. Yeah. I love the look of Marley. Like, just everything about it, just, I don't know. It's This is one of those movies I feel like I really want to gush about, but then I never do it right.
1: Well, gush, up, gush away. You ain't letting me talk, so fucking have at it.
0: <laughs> well, you can interject.
1: I'm just oh, genuine. I'm cutting you off for a reason.
0: <laughs> yes, I am. But, I mean, it's... I don't know. It's just really... I love the slow build of everything. The bells ringing. They start to ring louder. The wide shot of the door as the thumps start getting louder and the, you hear the chains rattling. Mm-hmm. And you think, you know, the doorknob starts to turn like someone's trying to break in and then the the lock boxes shoot through <laughs> the door. Right. Like it's, it's so fucking awesome. Like, I this, this and from present... Dying on are like the best parts of this movie.
1: Yeah, past I I I, I could have done without past. <laughs>
0: the flickering head. The fuck, yeah, I was like, what I keep you- meaning to look up who that is because he looks super familiar.
1: <clears throat> I'll, I'll look it up while you talk.
0: Okay. <laughs> Since I'm not allowed to talk anyway.
1: This is your episode. Have at the
0: <laughs> Uh, you know, of course, Marley's jaw breaking as he's screaming at Scrooge is fantastic. It's something that isn't shown very often. I think, again, one of the first times I ever saw that was the Patrick Stewart version. Mm-hmm. Most of the other, like, Goofy doesn't do that in the Christmas Carol of that or the uh, the old guys in the Muppet movie don't do that either. I can't remember their names right now. Statler and uh, Waldorf. Boom.
1: Okay. I'm, so I'm trying to find out because there's... Um... It wasn't Andy Serkis. No way. There's no way. No. He's well, in a lot of
0: stuff, but... Well, he's in... Yeah, he's,
1: he's in a version.
0: Yeah, I think he plays Scrooge in a version, actually. Right. Mm-hmm. So
1: it says, uh, Jim Carrey's Ebenezer Scrooge. Um, and... Uh, no, I don't... Jim Carrey, since all the ghosts are extensions, fitting the... So it was perfect for to have Jim. So Jim Carrey played all the parts is what it says.
0: Oh, he's all the the
1: ghosts. It's what it says. According oh. to some of these things on here. Um, but yeah, so right. it says uh, the ghost of Christmas present is the second of the three. Um, he is voiced by Jim Carrey, who also voices Scrooge and both ghosts of Christmas past and future. So yeah, Jim Carrey, it's Jim Carrey. Oh, that's interesting. I kind of kind of I see was, it with that stupid grin that it had on most of the time.
0: Yeah, I was wondering if he was present because there were times where I was like, "God, that seems like it's him," but I never it's like it's my favorite part, so I never think to like stop and look it up. But right,
1: hmm.
0: Hmm.
1: interesting indeed. Hmm.
0: Uh, and also seeing all the ghosts outside, floating outside the window, which is a touch that not every iteration has and seeing them beg, you know, trying to help people on the street, but they can't, you know, trying to salvage their souls. Like, it's a very haunted mansion. Yeah. Creepy vibe.
1: I like, uh, there was a few of them that stood out where, like, the keys kept knocking the guy in the back of the head. I thought that was pretty funny and Mm -hmm. I was just like, oh my god, there's a a lot of haunting going on out here. Poor ghosts.
0: Big tricks. Well, it's just, I don't know, it's a nice touch and it kind of this, For being a kids movie and being a Disney version, this yeah. really takes its efforts to be serious mm-hmm. and show, like, no, this is, like, a big deal. If you're a jerk, you're going to be damned for all eternity, and this is what happens. Yeah. So i am jumping ahead pretty far, so if there's something you want to interject in here, I'm pretty much just going to go to it's the... All- like
1: we wop, were wop, talking wop, wop, about. I'm cutting in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fucking sound effects.
0: You're not cutting in? That was just no. Prep for if you were yeah. to cut ca- <laughs> Awkward If silence. you ever were to cut in. <laughs> if I were to cut in, it's
1: going to be like, womp, 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 womp. I'll okay. make some sort of... Th- no, nah, I'm it's very right. excited for that. That'll
0: be fun. <laughs> so, after all is said and done, we've seen past, and we're at present, and... You know, we, we get all of that stuff that you get in most of the movies, and then the ghost of Christmas Present essentially kind of turns on Scrooge and really starts to give him the business and is like pissed at him.
1: Yeah, this was and my favorite part. Like, this was part of my probably my favorite part of the movie. the The whole present thing like i love how all the things that he has said throughout the movie is being used against him mm-hmm. and it's just like oh, i'm such a dick yeah yeah, yeah. it's great Yeah. We are well
0: it's, and it's also i mean it's just, again it's a version it's what he says in every version but as one of the things that isn't always in every version is scrooge looks down at his robes, and sees this very scrawny, skeletal child hand mm-hmm. protruding out. And he asks if it's a claw. And, you know, he kind of opens up his robes, and you see these very poor, scrawny kids who right. are clutching to the the ghost. And then they start, like, hissing at him. And, yeah. You know, are there no prisons, no workhouses? And then they... Grow into like adults, and you see the boy behind bars, Mm -hmm. and you see the girl turn into a woman, and she like goes crazy. It's kind of suggested that she's a prostitute, basically.
1: Well, yeah, because when they were talking about the warehouses, like she was like spinning around them, like it's like, oh, what are you, uh, what kind of houses are we, are like, okay. Um,
0: well, I mean, traditionally, I think a workhouse is like slave labor like you're essentially like you whatever making shoes like sweatshop yeah like that that kind of shit right but the, the way that she kind of clings onto scrooge and is dressed it's like oh there's
1: potentially you know, something th- more th- there huh something more
0: well and then they wrap her up in like a straight jacket and yeah. tie her to a chair and she's <laughs> you know going crazy it's like holy shit and then meanwhile the spirit of christmas present is getting older and more decrepit and collapses on the floor Mm -hmm. and is like cackling maniacally as the chimes are going. And then his skin's deteriorated away to where he's just a laughing skeleton, which is frightening. Yeah. And everything's in dark shadows. You see the, you know, the light coming in through the clock and it's tick, tick, ticking away and he's still laughing and shit. And then he like turns to dust Mm -hmm. still laughing yeah, that was it's great Freaking amazing and horrifying Yeah which is It was a lot
1: good. more than what I expected for this kind of movie And um, It was uh, It was welcomed Yeah
0: Cause even, I mean you think, oh we're gonna get kind of a reprieve now But if you know the story And if you, you know, you know what comes next And if you don't know, the next thing you see Is the looming shadow of death
1: Yeah, that was fucking awesome <laughs> Yeah, Yeah, it was a
0: cool touch.
1: No, I was just gonna say, death looks fucking great in this movie the entire time, and I'm like, yes.
0: That's my one complaint about the uh, the Patrick Stewart version is Mm -hmm. that for whatever reason they kind of like modeled. It's like he has a second head, so like the opening to the cowl thing is Mm -hmm. super long and tall, and looks super dumb. Like, the whole scene is great, but it just looks wrong.
1: Oh, I'll, uh, while you talk, I'll look it up.
0: Yeah. Um, but I love that they keep him in shadows. I think it works perfectly well. It's a super cool... I, I haven't read A Christmas Carol since I was a kid, so I don't know how he's portrayed necessarily in the actual book. Mm-hmm. But it's a clever idea, because, I mean, even in you know the Muppets and the Mickey Mouse one, he's essentially the Grim Reaper,
1: Right. You
0: know, they show him that way in every version. Um, but to have him be this shadowed figure, and you see, like, his jet black, almost like oil slick hand come out to point at stuff, is super cool.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. So, I um, I haven't seen this version. Hmm. Huh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still looking at... I'm still trying to see if I can find a picture of... Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, I Did get you it. find it? Yeah, I don't like it either. Yeah. Kind of looks like like, cu- like a blacked-out Cousin It. Oh, yeah, there it is, kinda. yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. It's really strange. That I forgot about the glowing eyes in that one. That was also a really strange... Jawas. i It's... <laughs> Yeah, it's like they had to jimmy rig something to accommodate the glowing eyes to not see a face. Right. And so they made it twice as big as it should have been and it just it was st- anyway. <laughs> um so another cool addition is the jet black red-eyed demon horses.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs>
0: Do you want to go off on that? I've been talking a long time.
1: No, dude. This is it. this no. is all you, buddy. This is no, all you. All right. I tend well, to I'm talk...
0: A, I'm in a victory <laughs> sip anyway.
1: <laughs> I tend to talk too much during these episodes as it is. I do, too. Well, no. I just... I mean, more than I should. Like, I, like when I'm going through and I'm editing all of our um, audios and all that kind of stuff, and I'm just seeing, like, maybe I should... Talk less, <laughs> and that's not even so much that you don't talk enough. I'm just saying I talk too much, probably. And so I'm like, ah, Yeah, but no, dude, the horses look great. I loved the chase scene. Um, shrinking down was a weird thing, I wasn't expecting that. And then mm-hmm. him riding on that glass bottle, um, yeah. like it was a surfboard the not on snow or a snowboard, but there was no snow, it's just I'm like this doesn't make sense. Um, but then it was then like
0: I w- an icy street, so it kept it, sliding. It, it could have, kind of yeah,
1: yeah. That's what I chalked it up to. It didn't look as icy to me, so. It, mm-hmm. But that, it, yeah. So there was. um I don't want to say that I was too cynical during some of these parts of this, where I'm like, okay, why is it? Why is the glass still sliding? Like, you're a very tiny man. Why don't you just hide in the crack of a street? Like, just hide. Like, he can't <laughs> you get you. A stupid jerk. Yeah, the fucking. <laughs> Just make yourself hard to get. Like, get down God. in there. You know. That's what supposed but to do. But I did. Shoot you know, I dark. did like it um, when he it shoots him off and he goes through the the storm drain and he's you know sliding down there. And the first thing I th- a lot of the first impressions for me while watching this movie, where he's sliding down there, I'm like, man, I would hate to be wearing that uh, fucking night ro- nightgown thing after all mm-hmm. this sliding through slush and snow yeah. and bullshit. And I'm just like, oh, God, it's so <laughs> nasty. And, uh, <laughs> you have to wash it this twice. Right, and then, you know, like sliding on the rooftop and just getting domed by every icicle that's hanging up there. And I'm just like, okay, there it is. There's something a little w- wacky. Yeah. Yeah. But,
0: I-, I like the addition of the people coming out of the stone and like attacking him basically. Mm -hmm. He's going down that alleyway and people start rising up from the cobblestone streets and just surrounding him with merriment and criticism and it's like that's an awesome (laughs) creepy touch.
1: It really is.
0: And then another thing that I have for the uh, Ghost of Christmas yet to come is when they visit the Cratchits, and of course it's devastating because Tim has died and all this stuff. You know, again, all from the books. But a cool mm-hmm. thing that they do is, you know, Scrooge is watching as a spirit and shit, and he's up on the steps, and Bob is depressed, <sighs> and he starts to go up the stairs, and it and looks got like goosebumps. he's staring. I just star- thinking about you know, that part right there. I was just yeah, like, ah, it,
1: so tense. look on
0: his face, and it looks like he is staring directly at Scrooge with Mm -hmm. this devastated look on his face and obviously he's not he's just you know battered and beaten because of everything that's happened
1: yeah just got back from his sunday walk
0: yeah visiting his son's grave
1: so there's there's things that i i I would i would be curious about uh jim carrey's affinity for a christmas carol um because one of the things that i was thinking of with this movie is um i believe it's uh, the mask when he's talking shit he's all tiny tim won't be coming around that's christmas (laughs) (laughs) stupid voice he does but he's like talking about how he won't be coming around this christmas and Mm. i was just like oh there's a little little one-liner there but um teeing up
0: ever since then Well, and he was the grinch so i mean he does have you know some sort of spot for christmas christmas good or bad Hey. He plays the two characters that are known to hate Christmas the most. <laughs> 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 right?
1: Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a good point there. But, yeah, it just made me think of that one. You know, time to tell Mom to come around That's Christmas.
0: <laughs> uh, but, do uh, you have anything else yeah, to add before so, we get to the last scene? Here? Yeah,
1: so the thing I want, like, I really like that on his way down, he, um off of the roof and all that kind of stuff, and he lands into, what, the Dilber's house? Mm-hmm. Like, that scene was really cool, um, where, you know, they're talking about the curtain, like, she stole the curtains or whatever off his bed, and, um, he's kind of on the ground, he's just, like, looking up, but then he looks at the doorway, and you see that, you know, the ghost of death or whatever in the doorway kind of behind, okay, (laughs) I was just, I lost you for a second, but, um, I was like, either he's mocking me, or it froze, (laughs) it froze, yeah, um, but I like that when uh, he's looking at the doorway and he sees the ghost of, he sees the ghost over there and he's just kind of looming and I'm just like, oh, that's terrifying, mm-hmm. that's terrifying. Um, yeah. But other than that, like uh, it's just a that scene, just him looking up at the ghost is what kind of made that hole. Like I could give, like you know, the Dilber's like, yeah, we get it. He's a shitty boss, you know, mm-hmm. dickhead. We stole he stole his bed curtains, but like. Him standing in the background, just watching and waiting for him, is like oh, I have to go yeah, that this way. I, I think
0: this more than this version, more than anything, kind of gave you that death is looming feel. One hundred percent. Yeah, like we said, he's always kind of modeled after the Grim Reaper, but it's not. It doesn't feel as on the nose. And what's funny about it is you don't see him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like it's a shadow the whole time, and I think that's effective because it gives you that more looming idea that a shadow is always following you
1: yeah you can't get you can't it, escape it it's always going to be yeah. there yeah as
0: opposed to just some dude in a robe who's you know one step behind him the whole time yeah
1: got jaw wise yeah <laughs> yeah you're bad <laughs> all right take us into that final scene
0: uh the graveyard i loved and i kind of i never really put it together all the other times watching it but this idea of storminess with snow and lightning and thunder all mixed together was really frightening yeah like it's just it's the epitome of emptiness and cold like everything is attacking him at once and yeah. it's fantastic
1: well i mean and that's the thing too is it it adds it just adds to the sense of dread yeah you know it's it's, it's perfect
0: Because everything else is fairly standard Christmas Carol, you know, that showing that the name slowly being eroded or uncovered rather on the stone that he dies on Christmas Mm -hmm. in an ironic twist of fate. And then the ground sinks open. But that's a great scene having him, you know, just fall into the snow and getting sucked in like quicksand. Yeah. And then it opens up like a gateway to hell, basically, (laughs) with his coffin glowing red like fire. Yeah. amazing. Yeah,
1: I agree. I I love the, I love the dark, the darkness with the red accent lights that they obviously Mm -hmm. like with this and the horse and all, you know, visually appealing to me.
0: Yeah, and there's even a scene, and I I almost rewound it to watch it again, but when he looks up at the spirit's eyes, the face almost looks alien, like the eyes look all big and shiny and like... Hmm. I don't know, I almost, like, maybe it's supposed to be a skull, but it's just a super quick look, and the eyes look super big and glassy, and it's frightening, and there's lightning and shit.
1: No, I kind of want to go back and take a look at it, too, because I must have blinked, I, I might have yeah. blinked, blinked and you miss it kind of thing.
0: Yeah, it, it is super quick, but it's a creepy-ass look. Whatever, Whether it's a skeleton or it's just supposed to look off-putting, it's right. really disturbing, and then it you know of course the branch that he was clinging to ends up being the finger of death yep. and then he releases it and f- falls to his death
1: basically yep. yeah it was super but thankfully,
0: awesome he's fine and they did it all in one night And he's yeah a good guy now.
1: right he's a great guy he wakes up everything's fine i like that he's like he's like oh it's christmas day they did it all in one night. Of course they can. You yeah. do whatever they want. <laughs> I'm like, <"All> right. <laughs> well, and it's funny
0: because it's something that you don't really catch when Marley is teeing them up. He's like, the first one comes at this night, the second one comes the next night, the third one comes the night after that. Mm-hmm. So it's like they tee you up to be like this is a three day thing, you're in four homes but it's revealed, Oh no, it was all just one night. Right. Three hours of misery just for you. <laughs> Lucky guy.
1: Yeah. That- <laughs> But he had it coming. He did. He did. And, like, I love that you, you, like, with each visit, you see that, you know, that tough dickhead exterior just slowly start to melt off. And there's, like... Mm -hmm. Like, oh, here, there you are, Peter. You know, mm-hmm. not being a...
0: And by you, the end of it, he's just like, please let this be over. Like, I fucking get it, okay? Yeah,
1: I, I'm i a real boy now. I'm fucking <laughs> we could have stopped
0: up. this at two, really. Yeah.
1: Like. <laughs> yeah, you probably could have, because you see the look on his face. He's like, it's just like, no, you need more. we're gonna beat you down you haven't met the future yet but you will
0: (laughs) (laughs) and so suck
1: yeah man i'm I'm not gonna lie to you dude when you first told me that we're covering this movie and i i I did do the the double take glance and i'm just like okay whatever (laughs) like i expect this you know what i mean um and i mean that in the nicest way possible of course of course yeah well I mean, like, like you said, the haunted mansion and stuff like that. Like, it's trending in that direction. So, like, picking hmm. this movie is not really that off-brand. It's what you, you know, your picks kind of lend towards that. You know, you're more wholesomes, mm-hmm. um, but. Like watching this movie and then, you know, we get to the present and I'm just like, fucking murder. Let's go. All right. I can see. Everything's
0: nice, happy, sunshine. and Murder.
1: (laughs) Right. And so like it, it, when we got to that point, like I was all in, I was sold. I'm like, all right, this makes sense. And I'm, I'm with it. Um, I, I really did like it. I I would like, I'm going to, I'll watch it again. I'll probably watch it with the kid. She may not get it. She may mm. not be interested in it, but at least if I can get it, get her watching it early, then maybe she'll have uh, some of the some of these loves growing up that yeah. I didn't like. I I didn't have this cool ass Christmas Carol when I was growing up. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah.
0: Maybe if you did, you'd be a kinder man. Just to say, mm. <laughs> I didn't say you're not. I'm just saying it could be better. <laughs> <laughs>
1: The ego on this man, can you believe it? If you could only I look at it I'm
0: better than you. I'm certainly not. I'm a big old jerk face.
1: <laughs> all right, Fraser.
0: <laughs> all right, that's it for a Christmas carol. We
1: We done this under an hour.
0: Not yeah, too shabby. Not too like bad that. at all. Yeah. Um, so normally, this is about the time where I would say what my bonus was and I actually did have a bonus. Picked but I, I know I had a movie and I had
1: a bonus picked I was fucking jacked and you're like and wait you've... but that's the that's next year and I'm like fuck I'm like I don't want to do this movie forgot with...
0: what a calendar is
1: no I was like <laughs> I don't want to do this movie without the bonus like, <laughs> like I'm not going to drop it early Fraggle Rock <laughs>
0: <laughs> what we should have done is push bone collector to January could have really but you know what do you do?
1: Fans come first. Indeed. I got you back, Shane.
0: Uh so we are going to kind of switch things up, which is a precursor to what may be happening in the new year and we're doing two movies in a row. Yes, we are. So, without any more of my flapping, what we doing? <laughs>
1: um so my like so Justin what was your bonus episode going to be?
0: It was going to be essentially uh what, like you were talking, you know, family-friendly horror movies. What would you introduce your kids to to get them interested in horror? What are the movies that we watched as kids that maybe primed us to like horror?
1: I and I love that idea, so I think we should definitely shelve it for a future episode. Cuz yeah. that one that one you can really do that at any time. Like it can basically mm-hmm. be linked with anything. Mine not so much. So what my original Trajectory was gonna be is I was gonna do Krampus, mm-hmm. and then I saw today that the Naughty Edition came out, <laughs> right? Oh, really? And I'm like, oh, no, that sounds even cooler. And then <laughs> uh my bonus for that, I was going to we we're gonna do a, a Krampus deep dive. We we're gonna talk. I was gonna do a bunch of research. We we're gonna talk about Krampus knocked. Like what? What is Krampus? All that kind of stuff. It was gonna be fucking awesome. That's not Wait
0: happening to, now. <laughs> I was say, way to tee us up for disappointment. Yeah, shoehorn that into the intro of your show.
1: Yeah, we, or, and yeah, I could do that, or I could just save it for next year. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so um, I am going to be covering the 1984, I believe it is christmas slasher silent night deadly night and i am fucking jack because uh, honestly Twist. i haven't seen either of them i do I have um eric foreman's autograph on my wall right here so i From can't
0: That w- 70s show <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're so i god i hate how proud of yourself you get you're just like god i'm funny <laughs>
0: it was a quick poll like, hey, I, hey, I thought of it in the in the moment there it was nice
1: he says it best punish Fucking get it. Um, But, yeah, we're going to cover the original. Um, I'll watch it before we record, obviously. As we tend to do. Right. But I wasn't done. (laughs) Fuck face. Um, I was going to watch the second one as well. And depending... I mean, we can always do Silent Night, Deadly Night 2 next year. But, I mean, that's the thing about seasonal movies. is like, that's a whole lot of fucking weight in between. So we'll figure it out but yeah we're gonna do silent night deadly night i'm excited i should make you do santa Slay or something along those lines i know shane suggested that we talk about black christmas the remake um i mean honestly we have
0: talked about i do want to watch that i do too and i'll probably
1: watch it oh you do (laughs) yeah nice i I have a handful yeah i got so many movies that i own that i haven't watched it's stupid but yeah (laughs) so that's it we're uh we're, we're definitely swapping things around um, before we kick off the new year, new season, um, format switch up. All sorts of new stuff coming your way to start the new year. Um, we talked about, so this episode will be dropping on uh, Monday the 13th. Um, and then my uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night will drop on December 20th and then we will be taking the week after christmas off so there won't be a drop that week we talked about putting out a a quick little uh like trailer or something like that letting you know what to expect in the coming year so that's a possibility keep an ear out for it um but yeah two you know this one and then one more and then we're into 2020 and i can't believe that i just said that because 2022
0: I was gonna say we're gonna go back in time next yeah, we're, year.
1: We're going Please back no. we're going back in time <laughs> to the future. Yeah. Can we go
0: to any other year than last year?
1: <laughs> right. But no, I can't believe that we're already, you know, on the doorstep of 2022. Like this oh, no. year just flew by. So it so sucks getting old now. It man.
0: Helped, it helps that the last six months was jam packed full of everything that was supposed to come out in the last two years. <laughs>
1: yeah yeah that's true too but um we want to thank you guys for joining us as always without Mm -hmm. you we just talk to ourselves and let's be honest we can only do that for a little bit little bits at a time um thank you for joining us hanging out with us we hope you guys have a fantastic holiday season Mm -hmm. be safe be merry eat drink and just be happy unless that's not your thing then whatever um but
0: <laughs> or be miserable and watch horror movies i don't care it's fine hey
1: i mean there's a they, they make a they make a horror movie for every season so that's it's true. not it's not hard to you know find your fix um but you will uh we'll be back next week um with my pick uh, silent night deadly night um, until then you can find us on facebook at pod and gore podcast we are on instagram and twitter at gore underscore pod we're on the slasher app um which i've been neglecting lately sorry um we at pod and gore podcast underscores um we you can email us at podengore at gmail dot com. There is no shortage of ways to get a hold of us. Make sure you like, rate, review, share with a friend, spread Please the do. word.
0: Give us as a Christmas gift. Yeah, we're lovely under the tree. Yeah, exactly. They'll be quiet until they push play.
1: <laughs> be like, nah, I don't want to <laughs> listen to those guys anymore. Be like, no, you have to. The only way that you get out of this is if you recommend us to somebody else pass it off
0: <laughs> fucking it's like it follows
1: <laughs> yeah exactly but hey um oh no never mind i thought we got a new rating but we're still we're still at that um Yep. Yeah. rate right, review us
0: please come on we'll be your
1: friends or yeah. not if you'd rather <laughs> <laughs> just, just pass it on to somebody else um oh. anyways thank you guys again we'll see you guys next week I just brain farted. Yeah. We'll see you guys your next man. week. <laughs> yeah. We've been your host. My name is Brandon.
0: My name is Justin.
1: And I need to go to bed.
0: Me too. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
1: <laughs>